General quarters, general quarters, all hands man your battle stations, all hands man your battle stations. And now it's time for Tech and Trade with your host, James Big Jim Thatcher. It's Tuesday, June 27th, 2017, and I'm James Thatcher. As reported by American Shipper on June 26th, uh, the NYK container ship that struck the Navy vessel was on autopilot. Uh, in this article, uh, Mark Edward Nero reports that the ACX Crystal, uh, which was under contract by NYK Container Line, uh, collided with the USS Naval Destroyer USS Fitzgerald on June 27th. This incident killed seven sailors and, according to reports, was being controlled by a computerized navigation system at the time of the collision. Now, this is a preliminary investigation. They haven't gone through the complete detail, and the information that is being released is both by the U.S. Navy and by the Japanese Coast Guard. But nothing official has quite come out yet. What we are learning, though, is that the ACX Crystal was on course, uh, and it did have an autopilot set. Now, a lot of you may think autopilot, okay, reminds me about all the problems we had with Tesla. Well, let me explain a little bit about autopilot on a container ship because I had to get educated on this. Uh, and special shout out thanks to my Merchant Marine Academy graduate cousin, Adam, who uh, gave me the inspiration to uh, record this episode. He advised me that an autopilot on a vessel is not like autopilot in a Tesla. You don't get to set the speed. You don't get to stay on the road. It doesn't look for uh, collisions or anything else. All it does is it's basically cruise control. You point it in a direction and it stays on that course. Now, what should have happened is proximity alarms should have gone off. The crew should have reacted to it in a timely manner. They should have turned the ship in a timely state, uh, timely fashion. But that didn't occur. So further research is going to be needed on this and further investigation is currently being conducted by the Japanese Coast Guard, which, by the way, is taking the lead as this did occur in Japanese waters. So as soon as we get more information, we'll be able to come back with a better inspirational, hopefully fixing issue. I know there was a lot of concern on this because Mitsui announced uh, not a month ago that they were going to be launching the very first fully sized container vessel to be able to be autonomously controlled. And we thought, great, this is awesome. This is going to be something that we really, really need. Uh, They were going to start the testing for that, I believe, in 2020 or 2021. But now with this collision, especially since Mitsui is a Japanese company, is this going to affect that? My initial guess is probably not, because if this were to happen in a situation where we had cruise control and a car accident occurred with cruise control, you know, we wouldn't completely write off autonomous vehicles. So my guess is that the naval research on this and the Japanese uh, Coast Guard investigation will come back and they'll say, yeah, this was an issue, but really what it came back down to was a human error. And it's unfortunate to say that when people die, but it apparently looks like this was a human error. Now, hopefully going forward, we'll have these autonomous vessels and we'll be able to move forward. Other one thing I did want to breach on real quick is um, to talk about what we talk about when we say, okay, this was the ACX crystal, but you're saying it was used by NYK. How, How does that work? Ocean container vessels are very, very big, and you have what are called slot agreements, 
which means that if I own the boat, I can set certain slots to be used uh, and shared out. And so one ocean line might share slots with another ocean line, and that's why we have these big alliances. So if you ever hear me talking about the major three alliances, these are just basically groups of container vessel operators that have agreed, hey, we're going to share spots with each other. In this situation, the ACX Crystal was actually on lease from ACX over to NYK. And this, to me, looked like it was a feeder vessel. It basically would go around uh, the ports of um, the Philippines, uh, Vietnam, Thailand, and then would come back to Japan. It would basically take all that cargo that it collected. It would offload it in Yokohama or um, possibly in Tokyo Bay. And then they would take those containers and put them onto either a trans-European ship or a trans-Pacific uh, ship to come to the United States or the West Coast. This situation, unfortunately, as catastrophic as it was, it only occurred with a vessel that wasn't even what we consider 2000 TEU. So let me explain what that means. A TEU is what is short for a 20-foot equivalent unit or a 20-foot container. If you take two 20-foot containers, you get an FEU or a 40-foot equivalent unit, FEU. Pretty easy, right? So how big is an FEU? Well, the easiest way to explain that is look at a city bus. The size and shape of a city bus is typically, typically, about that of an FEU. So this vessel only had 1,900 uh, TEU capacity on it, which means you could only hold 950 40-foot buses on it, right? Now, to give that some comparison, in Europe right now, uh, the largest ocean vessel that there is, the it's a double OCL vessel, and I apologize, it's slipping my mind right now, is over 10 times that. That means that vessel can hold roughly 20,000 containers on it, 20,000 TEU on it. That is a lot of cargo, and it expressly brings up the point again that I think we really need to be careful about when we're talking about automation. Boats are not like cars. They do not stop within six seconds or on a dime. They have drift that occurs. And anytime we're talking about ocean vessels being autonomous, that has got to be something that we have got to take into consideration and something that we have to look at. It's not like when we're talking about Uber or Waymo building these cars. It's not even like auto when we're talking about the big tractor trailers. These are much bigger, much heavier, and they do not stop as quick. So one thing we have to keep in mind is this is a bigger, badder thing to deal with. And if we get to an autonomous vehicle, anytime we look at a potential collision, we've got to make sure that these autonomous vessels are done right. Now, on the positive side of things, it's an open ocean, and that's what they're talking about actually using the autonomy for, is the open ocean area. If that's the case, it's going to be very good for everybody involved, because quite honestly, there's not a lot of things you can hit in the ocean, and most of the things that you can hit are mapped out so you can steer around them. But that's just my two cents. For Tech and Trade, I'm James Thatcher. Tech and Trade is Creative Commons Attribution Share Like 4.0 International 2015, James W. Thatcher. Opinions expressed are those of James W. Thatcher alone and are not those of his employer, The Daily Tech News Show, So Brilliant Limited, or Tom Merritt. For comments, queries, and or show ideas, please contact us at Tech and Trade on Twitter. And follow our website at The Trade Nerd. That's thetradenerd.com. Music. Provided by Andrew Allen. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. 
Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>